Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Culips. Today, we have a simplified speech episode for you. Now, simplified speech is the series that features clear, natural conversations that are designed to help you boost your English listening skills and increase your knowledge of important English vocabulary. We make study guides for each of our episodes, and when you're a Culips member, you get unlimited access to our study guides. They're designed to help you become a better English listener and speaker, and they are a great way to learn with us. And we recommend that you follow along with the study guide while you listen to this episode here today. And if you're not a Culips member yet, but you'd like to see why our study guides are such an awesome resource for studying English, then visit Culips.com. If you select the study guide samples option from the membership menu, you can download six free study guide samples. That's right. All right. Well, we have an interesting and unique episode here today, Cassie. We are going to talk about my wedding in this episode. So, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> me too. And I hope this is the very last wedding episode that I ever have to make, at least about my wedding. Maybe Cassie, if you get married in the future, we'll be happy to talk about your wedding. But for my wedding, I think this will be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> But before we get started, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners who just left us a five-star rating and a very nice review on Apple Podcasts. So the review says, thank you for the very amazing and educational episodes. I've been listening to Culips since last October. It helps me with vocabulary tips, improving my listening, and with cultural issues. So that review comes from Davey from the US of A. And thank you very much, Davey, for that nice review. We really appreciate it. Totally. And listeners, if you would like to get a shout out at the start of an upcoming Culips episode, then all you have to do is do exactly what Davey did. Leave us a five-star rating and a nice review, and we will try to give you a shout out during an upcoming Culips episode. And everyone, we love it when you leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other English learners from around the world study English with us. Cassie, I also have to give a shout out to all of the Culips listeners who left me and my wife. Congratulations on our wedding. Guys, I was absolutely floored by the overwhelming response on social media. Cassie, I posted a couple of pictures from the wedding ceremony. And we got so many kind comments and messages from people saying congratulations. We were really touched, my wife and I, by all of the positive messages we received. So listeners, thank you so much. Sometimes when I'm recording these episodes, I kind of forget how many people actually listen to Culips. And then it becomes very real when you all message me at the same time. <laughs> Aww. So yeah, it was very, very nice. And I really appreciate all of the people who sent us congratulations. Yeah, Andrew, you know, some of these people, they listen to you so often, you're kind of like a friend they've never met, you know, like you're part of their lives. And I think it's cool that 
you could share something with them and they could respond. Yeah, not just me, Cassie, you too, <laughs> you as well. <laughs> and I think I understand it because I have podcasts that I listen to all the time too. Mm. And it's weird because you get to know so much about somebody from listening to them every week. And you start to develop almost a relationship with them. You feel like you know about their lives and what they do mm. and you become close with that podcast host. So I totally get it. I think it's fun and I'm glad that we can be those people for some English learners around the world too, Cassie. It's like a privilege, you know, it's, it's really fun. It's really cool. So with that being said, why don't we hop into the story here, Cassie, and I'll tell everyone about my rainy day wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Let's do it. All right. So where to begin? Well, Listeners haven't heard the episode yet about my engagement story. First, I would recommend going back and listening to that story about how my girlfriend at the time and I got engaged. I shared a little bit of the details about our relationship up until the engagement and talked about the engagement in that episode. So I would recommend people that haven't heard that story yet go back and listen to that first and then continue on with today's story. So we got engaged and we decided to have an outdoor wedding. We live in South Korea, my wife and I, and, you know, getting married during these COVID times kind of presents a unique challenge because you don't want to have too many people in an indoor space, right? Actually, during COVID, I was uninvited from one of my friend's weddings because she realized that she invited too many people and that due to the severity of COVID, she had to cut some people from her guest list. And she said, Andrew, I'm sorry. I hope you don't take it personally, but because of COVID, we can only have our family attend the wedding. So of course I understood that was fine, but we didn't want to do that with our wedding if we could possibly avoid it. Mm. So we decided to have an outdoor wedding instead and it took place in a park here in Seoul. So Andrew, in an outdoor wedding, there is not a limit to the number of people you can invite? The wedding planner and the park suggested that we limit the guest list to 100 people, but that was really easy to do because I don't have too many close friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some close friends, but of course, my family and my closest friends are all in Canada. And because of the travel restrictions in place for COVID, unfortunately, they weren't able to join us. So that meant that it was mostly my wife's friends and family. I had some friends that joined me as well. But because we really only had, you know, one person's guest list instead of two people's guest list, it was easy to stay under the 100 person limit. Mm, that's good. So the wedding took place on May 15th. And before the wedding, we took a look at the historical weather forecast for Seoul. And we learned that usually in Seoul during May, it only rains about nine days out of the month. So we thought, okay, that's about like a 33% chance that it will rain. Let's go with it. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little did we know. 
We were looking at the long-term forecast like two weeks before at the beginning of May mm. and it said rain and we started getting stressed out. And then one week before the wedding, we looked at the long-term forecast and it said rain and we started getting stressed out. And then like three days before the wedding, we looked at the forecast and it said 100% chance of rain. So we got really stressed out and we had to make a lot of last minute preparations. We had to prepare tents. We had to prepare umbrellas. We had to decide uh, what are we going to do if it rains? How will we change the ceremony? What can we do? So we had to make all of these arrangements at the very last minute. It was a little bit stressful, to be honest, because the gift that we gave to our wedding guests Mm -hmm. was a kind of picnic basket mm -hmm. that they could use to have a little picnic in the park after the wedding ceremony. That was instead of having a reception at a restaurant or here in Korea, typically after a wedding, people go to a buffet restaurant and eat together. However, buffets are also kind of restricted for COVID right now. So it's messy. We thought this would be a good thing. And it would be fun to hang out with our friends and family in a park and have a picnic. But suddenly that idea didn't seem too good if it was going to pour rain. So we were trying to find a solution to that. It was just kind of stressful leading up to the wedding. However, on the day of the wedding, it was on a Saturday and it happened at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. We woke up and miraculously, the weather forecast said... It's not going to rain until 4 p.m. That 100% rain was still going to happen, but it got pushed back a couple of hours in the afternoon. And we're like, it's a miracle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you tell listeners what time was your wedding supposed to start? It was supposed to start at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Okay. So you had a two-hour window, hopefully, where there wouldn't be any rain. Exactly. Now, we both got up early in the day. In fact, I didn't sleep at all the night before the wedding. I was not really nervous. I don't know. I was just, I guess, a little bit anxious and didn't sleep very well the night before the wedding. Mm. We ha both had to wake up, though, and go to hair and makeup to get our hair and makeup done at 8 a.m. on Saturday, the day of the wedding. I'm sure that took you a long time, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty funny. I didn't really understand why I had to be there. In fact, my wife, you know, she has nice hair and she got the full hair and makeup package while I waited in the waiting room for two hours and 50 minutes. And then the last 10 minutes, I sat down in the chair. <laughs> they put a little bit of makeup on me for just a moment and they're like, finished. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah it only took me a moment that was kind of funny but we were both ready we got our hair and makeup done and then we went to the park we got a driver who drove us to the park and we arrived there and it was a little bit overcast mm. but not really rainy at all so we were happy we took some pictures. This is typical for a Korean wedding that you take some pictures with a photographer before the wedding starts. And we just hung out and mingled with some guests as people started to arrive, greeted our guests, 
and got ready for the wedding ceremony. It was fun. It was cool. But then disaster struck. Disaster struck. Oh, no. (laughs) Right before the ceremony was about to start, maybe 10 to 15 minutes before we were supposed to start, all of a sudden it started pouring rain. (laughs) There was no warning. It was just like a gush right away. Yeah, it didn't start sprinkling first and then develop into heavier and heavier rain. Just right from the start, it was like nice and fine. And then 30 seconds later, heavy rain. So all of the guests ran for cover. Thankfully, we had pink umbrellas for everyone. And some people took shelter under the tents that we had prepared, but we didn't have enough tents for all of the guests. So we just kind of put the older folks under the tents, grandparents and such, mm. so they didn't have to sit in the rain. But yeah, that's that's what happened. It started really raining hard, but uh, at least my friends were pretty happy. They um, were like, oh, it's kind of like a festival, like a music festival. It's outside. <laughs> I was the DJ for the wedding, so I had some songs that kind of fit my taste and my wife's music taste a little bit more mm-hmm. unique than a regular wedding, I guess, mm-hmm. because we both like kind of interesting, unique music. Uh, so it was fun in that regard. Finally, it was time to do the wedding ceremony, and miraculously, the rain stopped exactly when we started the wedding ceremony. So just as we were walking down the aisle towards the front of the park, the rain stopped. Oh, that's so romantic. <laughs> it's like it was destiny. Yeah, it was good timing. Of course, the seats were still wet, so I think people <laughs> were a little uncomfortable sitting down. I felt bad because people were wearing suits and nice dresses and stuff. But yeah, at least for the ceremony, it all cleared up and the weather didn't bother us at all for the ceremony, which took about 30 minutes. So. Everybody's wedding is different, of course, but here in Korea, it's kind of common to read letters to each other. Mm. So I read a letter to my wife, I read it in English, then I read it in Korean, then she read her letter to me, she read it in English, then she read it in Korean, and then my wife's father read a letter to us, and my brother wrote a letter for us. He couldn't be at the wedding, of course, since he's in Canada. So my friend read that letter. Then the MC of the wedding translated that letter into Korean. So that took a little bit of time. I think if this was just a monolingual wedding, it would have been fast. But because we were doing everything in both languages, it took a little longer to do. Yeah. So Andrew, I know most of your family couldn't be there because, you know, they were stuck in Canada. So did you do anything to include them in the wedding or make sure they were able to experience it too? Yeah, so we live streamed the wedding back to my family and friends in Canada. So I had a lot of friends and all of my family watching. So it was kind of fun too, because some of my friends volunteered to be the camera people (laughs) at the wedding. So they were holding up my phone and streaming it and uh, showing everybody the activities back home. And my family said after that the stream worked really well. They were able to feel like they were actually at the wedding, even though they couldn't technically be a part of it. That's cool. Yeah, I was relieved that they got to join. 
at least in some capacity. Yeah, I mentioned to you that my friend had a, a wedding two weeks before you, and that's what they did as well. I think that's a really cool way for for people to include their family members, even if they might be on a completely different continent. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, Cassie, I wanted to tell you one update about the wedding song, because we talked about that before. Do you remember us talking about the wedding song? Yeah, your friend was going to sing it, right? Exactly. So originally, I was going to play guitar, and my friend was going to sing. And I'm so glad, thankfully, we canceled that plan, because trying to play electric guitar in that wet, rainy weather would have been a nightmare. So that's a really good idea that we decided to cancel that plan. My friend ended up singing. She chose a Michael Jackson song, Love Never Felt So Good. (laughs) And she absolutely killed it. She's an amazing singer. I actually have a recording of her singing, and I'm going to play a little bit of it here for the audience now so they can hear how well she sang. She did a great job. And that was really fun to have her sing a song. I felt honored to have such a good singer sing for us as a kind of celebration for the new wedding. She sounds so good. Yeah, it was great to have her sing for us. That was fantastic. So did people end up uh, using the picnic gifts you provided? After the song was sung, that was pretty much the end of the wedding. And unfortunately, at that moment, it decided to pour rain again. So as soon as the ceremony was done, it started pouring rain and... At the end of a Korean wedding, what you do is take some photos with usually the couple, the married couple, and the family, and then the married couple, and all of the friends at the wedding, and usually the married couple, and all of the coworkers that come to the wedding. You take these three group shots. It was a little bit uncomfortable, though, for us because it poured rain while we were trying to take these photos. So it's actually pretty funny, everybody trying to squeeze under these pink (laughs) umbrellas as we took the final photos. But because it started to pour rain right at the end again, most guests just took their picnic basket and went home. And the wedding was actually over pretty quickly at the end. There were a few people that hung out and stayed, even though it was rainy. But most people did the right thing, I think, and just got out of the wet weather and went home. (laughs) Well, you know, short and sweet, right? Yeah, short and sweet. And When all is said and done, I think it was pretty successful. I was happy with the wedding, and I thought it went successfully. Yeah, and your pictures are going to look really cool, like memorable, you know? You're not, you know, the typical standing, everybody looking formal kind of pictures. You guys have this fun, chaotic, rainy, umbrella-filled pictures. It actually sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. And listeners, if you want to check out some wedding photos from the event, I did put a couple on our Culips Instagram, so you can see them there. 
But those are just some photos that our friends took with their phones. We will have some more professional photos coming out and we'll upload those to Instagram so you can see exactly what it looked like when those photos are available. So just check our Instagram and you'll be able to take a look. Well, Andrew, I will speak for myself and the listeners by saying one more time, congratulations on your wedding. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And thanks again to everyone who passed on their congratulations earlier this month. It really did mean a lot to my wife and I. So the next step in our relationship is that we are moving into a new apartment here in two weeks. As it stands right now, we are both still living apart from each other. Our apartment isn't available for another two weeks, but uh, we're getting packed up, getting ready for the move. And I think in that two weeks time, married life will feel real <laughs> and it will be a whole new start to my life. Time to start a whole new adventure. Exactly. All right, listeners. Well, thanks for hanging in there and listening to my epic wedding tale. We do really appreciate you joining us today. If you like Culips and you find us educational and entertaining, then we really would appreciate your support. There are several ways that you can support us. The best way is by signing up and becoming a Culips member. And when you're a Culips member, you get a lot of awesome extras such as unlimited access to our study guide library invitations to our monthly members only live stream as well as exclusive access to our members only series the fluency files so you can sign up and become a member on culips.com but that's not the only way to support us you could follow us on social media or leave us a nice review and five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Or finally, you could simply just tell your friends who are learning English about us. Our email address is contact at hulips.com and we'd love to hear from you if you have a question or a suggestion for an upcoming episode. We read every email as soon as they come into our inbox, but unfortunately, sometimes it does take us a little while to reply. So please be patient and we will reply to all of our emails as soon as we can. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be back soon with another brand new one. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye.